Hey guys, and welcome to the Mental Health Check-In Podcast. This is your mental health bestie, Bree, and this is where we talk about where faith meets mental health. Our goal is to encourage your faith and inspire you on your mental health journey. Hello guys, and welcome to the Mental Health Check-In Podcast. This is your mental health bestie, Bree. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. If you are new to this podcast, we... Um, well, I <laughs> am a content creator, um, a faith-based content creator, a entrepreneur, um, an author, but most of all, I am a woman of God who loves to talk about mental health and where faith meets in the middle. Because as Christians, we aren't taught in the church that faith and mental health Um, can coexist in the same world in the same sentence and this is my attempt to break that stereotype so yes this is episode number eight and the title of this episode is when God says it's go time it's go time you know so we have a little podcast checklist this is something that I'm starting new so if you are a um, subscriber and you're like, girl, what checklist you talking about, sis or sir, the one that I just came up with. So our little mental health check-in podcast checklist is step number one, I want you to clear your mind. I want you to go into a quiet space, a safe space. Um, if you have children, um, I don't know, can you go into the bathroom? I don't know. You, you know what? Them kids do be following you in the bathroom, too. Um, <laughs> if you have puppies, if you have cats, you know, my, my pup, he's always following me into the bathroom. So I don't actually ever really have a safe place, a safe space to go and clear my mind. But even if you, you know, if you listen to this podcast while your kids are taking a nap or while they're in school or while you're on your lunch break at work, I just want you, you know, to find a space to to clear your mind. Even if that's just you praying and asking God for clarity. Um, I want you guys to have a journal to take notes. Um, on this check, um, on this podcast, we I always ask questions, thought-provoking questions that I want you guys to actually answer. Um, and I know that I have a very, a very forgetful mind, a very forgetful brain. Um, I don't know why. I just can't remember stuff. And you know, that's my testimony. But I want you guys to be able to remember these questions, to write them down, and actually take the time to answer the questions yourself. Um, And and if you don't have a journal because you listen to this on the go, it don't matter what kind of phone you got, you got a notes app, you know? So pull up the notes and write these questions down. Um, Point number three is to make room for God to speak to you. Um, These podcasts episodes are always a reflection of my quiet time with God and um so he's speaking to me while I'm getting the material prepared for these episodes so I know that he can speak to you you know if we make room for him and grab you a cup of tea or something soothing to drink you know if that's a smoothie right now I'm having the smoothie so you know if I take a little pause to take a little sip of my smoothie that's my business, you know? Um, 
And that's okay because I have let go the idea of perfectionism. I am not perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. And perfectionism is a um, it's a trauma response. You know, you want to be perfect in all areas of your life because you were never able to do anything right as a child, or so it seems from the people around you, whether it was your parents, your aunts, your your uncles, your grandma, whoever raised you, if you were raised in a uh, traumatic household, or you just had, you know, those humans in your life that really didn't know what they were doing, and whether they meant to or not, you know, they caused some some trauma in our lives so I am a I am not a perfectionist because I'm not speaking it over my life anymore but I do have you know these entities um or uh times where I want to be perfect and this podcast is an area where um I like kind of want to be perfect but you know what I don't because that's not what this is about it's not about me it's just about the word that God wants me to share with you guys so moving forward Right now, um, it is January 11th, 2023, so I am not being perfect. I'm not going to go back and try to edit out all of, you know, my mistakes because this is me. This is is who I am. This is how my brain works, um, and I speak from the heart. So, with that spiel out of the way, um, I hope you guys are ready for this episode. I'm very excited. This episode is um, about one of my favorite um, people in the Bible, Joshua. You know what? I don't know Joshua's last name. What's his last name? I don't know. I'm not going to look it up right now. But um, (laughs) this podcast episode is about Joshua. Um, So our focus verse is Joshua 620. When the people heard the sound of the ram horns, they shouted as loud as they could. Suddenly, the walls of Jericho collapsed. And the Israelites charged straight into the town and captured it. So again, that is Joshua 6.20. So we're going to just, you know, I'm going to let y'all know who my boy Joshua was. Joshua in the Bible was the young warrior who God called to lead the children of Israel into the promised land after Moses died. Joshua was very fearful to take over in the beginning. Um, so Joshua starts, his story starts in Joshua. Um, that's a book in the Bible, Joshua chapter one. Um, but you know what? Joshua was there from the beginning. Um, Joshua was born into captivity. So he was born, um, when the children of Israel were still under Pharaoh's leadership. You know, I'm not sure how old he was. It doesn't say how old he was at, you know, in the Bible, but I know my boy was there. He saw all the signs and wonders that God performed through Moses to get Pharaoh to let them go. Um, so you know what? Shameless plug. If you have never saw uh, Prince of Egypt, this is DreamWorks, Prince of Egypt, please go and watch it. I think it's on Netflix. Um, it is amazing. It is amazing, amazing, amazing uh, animated version of the story of Moses. And the story isn't about Joshua. But, you know, it's about the children of Israel. And it's so nice. Like, they really did a great job with that, John. Um, so if you never saw The Prince of Egypt, the animated version, child, I need you to go watch it. Okay. So, anyway. <laughs> but Joshua was, you know, he, he became the leader after Moses died. 
So once the children of Israel were free, Joshua was given a leadership role under Moses along with the other tribe leaders and elders. Joshua was a key part of Moses' leadership over Israel. Um, because once they were free from Pharaoh's, um, his, you know, his, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Once they were free and Pharaoh let them go, you know, they say, let my people go. He let them go. Um, so it was a lot of, there were a lot of people. There were parents and elders and children, and they had a lot of stuff with them also. So Moses, God instructed Moses to use the people around him to help uh, lead the children of Israel, to help make things easier for them because God didn't want Moses to do it all by himself. So he used Joshua very early on before Moses ever died. Um, but if we think about all that goes into being a leader really quickly, really quickly, there are actually quite a lot of skills that you learn in that position. Um, I remember that when I was 17, I became the leader um, of my uh, dance team at church. Um, I think I was 17 and the girls were between six and 13. And um, that was my first leadership role. I, uh, my church is Christ Baptist Church, CBC, and um, in Philly. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, girl, I need a church home, we are on YouTube. Um, and we are on Facebook, Christ Baptist Church, CBC, Philly. Anyway, um, so when I became a leader at the tender age of 17, you know, I didn't know that I, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but there were a lot of things that I had to learn in that position and a lot of skills that I still take with me, um, in my life at 26. So you know, Joshua, or as a leader, you learn patience, you learn to humble yourself, you learn discipline, um, you learn to take, uh, to remove yourself and to really focus on what's important, whether you are teaching dance or whether you are leading the people or whether you are, um, you know, as parents, you guys are, are leaders of your children, um, and you're helping teach them vital skills that they need, um, to survive in this world. And that is what I believe that Joshua was able to pick up on as a leader. So he was working with Moses for 40 years before he took over as leader. It took them 40 years um, to get out of the promised land. Okay, so let me backtrack. I don't actually know how long he was working with Moses. Um, I just know, I mean, I'm sure if I go back and and do a little more, a deeper dive into studying, I can, but don't quote me. But I know that he was working with Moses for a very long time because it took them 40 years to get out of the promised land. Um, and not too long after they left out of the promised land is when God appointed um, other leaders to work to help Moses out. And I know that Joshua was one of them. So if you want to know exactly when Joshua became, um, I guess, an apprentice under Moses, um, you can go back and look in the book of Deuteronomy. I believe it should be in there. Um, so yeah, the, I don't know if y'all knew this and if you didn't know, the journey from Egypt to the promised land was only supposed to be an 11 day journey. Um, supposed to be 11 days. 
But disobedience had them walking around for 40 years. Can you imagine? Like, can we actually, can you actually imagine that you were supposed to end up in this, this magical place, this place that God has ordained for you in 11 days? And it actually takes you 40 years to get there because you're being disobedient. Because, you know, we have the power, or we, not the power, but we will complain, and we will rumble, and we will moan, and we will talk trash, and we will get impatient. And that is some of the qualities, um, I mean, some of the characteristics of the children of Israel. They were tripping hard, you know? They were tripping hard. They were talking trash to Moses, like, oh, well, while we was in, uh, while we was under Pharaoh's care, we was eating good food. Even though we were slaves, they was taking care of us. Out here, we, um, we, we barely eating. Like, we cold. We don't know what we supposed to do. Like, they, they were really tripping, but it's like, if y'all ain't want to go, y'all should have stayed. And I don't know if that's just me being rude, but like, if y'all ain't want to go, y'all should have just stayed in captivity. Nobody forced your hand to come. They wanted to go. They wanted to be free. So it's like, God would give us the things that we want when we think we want them. And then we expect it to come easy, breezy, beautiful. Um, and it don't be. It doesn't, it doesn't always work like that. So, you know, they were walking around the same mulberry bush when they should have been walking through the flower fields instead. It's ridiculous. You know, but it's ridiculous when I think of those times where I'm when I have been disobedient and it's like, girl, you could have just you could have been living your best life, but you just wanted to do what you wanted to do, how you wanted to do it. So that brings us to us first my first question. When have you been afraid to do something God called you to do? And he reassured you that you were perfect for that posi- that position or that thing. So again, I'll repeat it. When have you been afraid to do something that God called you to do? And he had to reassure you that you were perfect for that position or that call. For me, this was a couple of years ago when I was um, working at a child care center. Um, my boss at the time asked me to leave the child care center the one location to go over to a new location that they was building. And I was like, mm. and she like made all these promises and was like, oh, you know, you're perfect for this position. And um, I really want you to, to teach these new infant teachers how to do X, Y, and Z and Q, elemental P. And I was like, you know, I had to pray about it. I was like, well, I'm not sure, but I'll let you know. Um, and I was just like, I think at that time I was only at that job for maybe like, um, I don't know, maybe like six months, maybe six, seven months, maybe a year. Was it a year? I think it was a year. I was only there for a year before she asked me to leave that location um, because she got promoted and she wanted me to come with her. And I really didn't know because I was like, girl, I'm sure there are other people that you can find that can do this position um, better than me. And that's just where I was at that point. Um, But no God was like sis we gonna do this that's how that's how I be feeling like God talked to me he be calling me sis he was like no we're gonna do this you're gonna go um it's gonna be great it's gonna be amazing and there were a lot of a lot of blessings that opened up um for me answering that call 
and it took a lot of reassuring from God and a lot of his confidence in me um, that I was like, you know what, I can handle this. I can do this. Um, is it going to be a little harder? I'm sure, but I can do this. Oh, snaps. My bad. Um, that was my smoothie cup hitting my glass bowl. So I believe that fear and anxiety can cause us to miss out on some God-given opportunities if we allow it to. And it can go either way sometimes. Sometimes we can think that we are too good for a position too. And our pride can cause us to miss out on something that God can elevate later on in life. So that brings me back to our second question. Let's reflect on a time where you did almost miss out. Or you actually missed out on a God-given opportunity because you were too prideful or fearful to actually take that chance. So this was... Um, when was this? This was probably like a year ago at this point because we are in 2023. So this was in, oh, uh, you know, it's like a year and a half ago. It was like the end of 2021, beginning of 2022. So one of the parents that I met um, from the position that I've, the new position that I had taken at the other location in my job, the one that guy had to convince me to go to, um, she, I had quit the job during the pandemic because I just I just didn't feel like that they was doing what they had to do um, as far as our health was concerned and God all also pushed me to quit the job at the time um, and I was like yeah you know I did want to change but I didn't want to leave um, but you know he was like girl if you just do what I tell you to do <laughs> everything gonna be fine and you know I really feel like that that's like sometimes how God just be wanting to talk to us like he was like girl if you stop I know where I'm going to take you in life and you um just have this plan because I had a plan so she asked me to be her nanny and I was like no like I already stopped working with children I wanted to do something else um and also at the time I was writing my first novel um shameless plug finding my way out of darkness by Brianna Michelle that is my romance novel so I was writing that at the time and I was really like I don't know I have to see and she was like okay well just let me know if something changes and um a couple of months later I was also doing Instacart at the time Instacart was not Instacarting and if <laughs> excuse me if you guys are a um you know if you did DoorDash or Instacart or any of those other um, independent contractor jobs during the pandemic, you know the money was flowing. When I tell you flowing, like, come on, it was flowing from my heart. Um, it was all the money. Um, and it was great because I needed all of that to pay my bills. Like, I left the job because God told me to. Um, and I was there at that new location for maybe like almost two years. And God told me to leave. And I was like, okay, I'll leave. Um, and you know, she, she wanted me to be her nanny. And I was like, um, I don't know. I really don't want to. And God was like, girl, okay, we'll see. So I ended up Instacart, the money. And because of the pandemic was, you know, we were slowly coming out of the pandemic and the numbers and the cases of COVID were dropping. Um, it was great. So, but it was great for, you know, uh, America and and COVID that people weren't getting so sick, but it wasn't so great for my money, for my pockets, because people were, you know, feeling comfortable enough to go out of the house and buy their groceries. So I um, I was just like, okay. So then I started stressing about money, 
and then the woman she reached out to me again and she was like hey you know i'm gonna have this baby soon did you think about it and i was like yes girl <laughs> i will be your nanny um and it was amazing that was like a great and beautiful financial blessing for me because i was awake i was making way more than um than what i was making before and it's just it just goes to show that when we trust god with our finances um and trust god with the plans for our life he really will take care of us like we be so like oh well that's not part of my plan that's not part of my plan um what about God's plan you know like we really gotta step outside of ourselves and really seek the will of God like had I not had I not left the first location to go to the second location when God told me to I would have never even met this woman and I wouldn't even have gotten the fi the financial blessing that I did get. Because had I stayed at the first location at this child care center, during the pandemic, they closed down. And I believe they only paid their workers for, I don't know, I think they only paid them for a little bit. But they didn't cover their finances throughout the entire um, pandemic. And, you know, God is just amazing. So it was great. Like, it, it was really good. But... What I wanted to, I want to jump back into um, Moses and, and Joshua. So Moses, he allowed the concerns and opinions of the children of Israel to mess him up from entering the promised land. He led them all the way to the promised land, but he never even got a chance to walk inside. And I think that that's just crazy because like he spent 40 years of his life dedicated to the call only for him to be directly told by God that he wasn't going inside. Um, you know, like, and we, you can find this in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy uh, chapter 32, verses 48 through 52. God told Moses to go up on the mountain, and he showed Moses where the promised land was. So Moses was able to see it with his own eyes, but he was not able to go inside. So, like, there are so many reasons and factors that can play into you either receiving a promise that God has for you and we can definitely mess it up but God is so graceful and I believe that he knows that we that we have the ability to learn from something and learn from our mistakes and he'll give you another chance to get it right um but at the end of the day God's will will be done if not by you then by somebody else like Moses was supposed to be the one that went into the promised land he was supposed to still be their leader but because of his disobedience God appointed Joshua to do it and it's like I can't imagine how salty Moses felt how sad how disappointed um that he felt that he was like that he was literally told by God listen bro you ain't going inside but you can watch it you can look at it from this mountain view but you will never get to smell the air in the promised land you will never get to see the soil in the promised land um and I always try to remember that for myself like God's will God's will will bleh, God's will will be done if not by me then by somebody else like he gonna be like give somebody else to do it like but I want to be the one that does it you know um so let's fast forward to the actual verse, Joshua 6, 20. Um, I always try to make sure I give you guys some backstory so you actually know what's going on before we, um, you know, before we get to whatever the verse 
that I choose for each episode. But for context, if you, if all of this is new for you, the story of Moses, story of Joshua, um, I want to encourage you to go back and read, um, go back and read uh, Exodus, <laughs> Deuteronomy, um, you know, and you can read the, uh, the, the book of Joshua. Now, I'm not sure if you want to do it. You know, that is a lot of reading, but I definitely think that it would be good for you uh, to do so, so you know what is going on. Now, at this time, um, in Joshua 6, the children of Israel have now entered the promised land, which is in the land of Canaan. But it was a pagan land, and pagan just means many gods. So it was a land that was owned by many gods. So Joshua and the gang, that's what we're going to call the children of Israel moving forward, just because children of Israel is just, I just feel like it's a mouthful, and I don't always feel like saying that. So we're going to say Joshua and the gang. They had to take their land back because now other people were living there. Um, they did receive the promise, but because it took so long for them to get there, it wasn't coming so easy like they expected. And that's a word for somebody. Just because God promised you something doesn't mean that he's going to serve it to you on a silver platter. But like, here you go, sis. Here you go, sir. We still have to do the work. There's always a lesson that is learned in the progress and in the process before we get to the promise. Um, so Josh, so God told Joshua what to do in order to knock down the wall of Jericho. So the wall of Jericho is what was separating them from moving forward into the land of Canaan. So moving forward into the promised land. Um, because it wasn't just the people that was living in Jericho that were living there. There were a lot of people. So they, they had to do a lot of fighting. Um, now, Joshua could have been disobedient and decided to do it however he wanted to but he didn't god told him exactly what to do i believe god told them to walk around um the wall of jericho um for uh th three days um it, there was a certain method to the madness and i probably shouldn't have uh, wrote this down but you know what i ain't gonna do the work for y'all y'all want to know exactly what happened go back and read joshua 6 um because then you'll know exactly the exactly what god did uh or exactly how god told them that the wall was going to come down and joshua in his obedience he listened to god to a t and the wall came down just like god promised so that brings us to our very last question name a time where you were obedient to god and his promise to you came true um now i'm not sure if i talked about this before um, but if I did, I'm finna talk about it again. Um, <laughs> so for me, this was in, uh, 2019. I, um, in 2019, I was a different girl. I was not, um, I was not debris, uh, that had podcasts. I was not debris who, um, who wrote a book. I was not debris who, um, like I was not the woman that I am today. Um, and I mean, that makes sense because in life we are supposed to grow. Um, but I was very much, I was kind of like, mm, you know, what? I was kind of like Moses because <laughs> I was in my like, this is what I want to do, God. And I just need you to open the doors for the things that I want to do. And when I tell you that them doors was not open and it was not. So I was a professional dancer, um, ballet, hip hop, jazz and all that stuff. You know, like I wanted to be uh, in Beyonce's music videos. I wanted to be one of Beyonce dancers. That that was the thing. That was the shebang. And um, God was like, you know, we're, we're not doing it, ma'am. We're not doing it. That's not what I want you to do. 
it's not what I want you to do at all. So what I want you to do is I want you to uh, finish writing a book. Um, I started writing a book in college, a romance novel that is now out, Finding My Way Out of Darkness by Brianna Michelle. Um, and I started writing that book, and it was, um, it was good. Like, the book was good. It was a great book that I was writing, but I wasn't in that state of mind where I was like, you know what, I want to put my complete focus on being an author. What I wanted to do is what I wanted to do, and I didn't really... I'm not going to say I didn't care about what God was telling me what to do, but I was very much like, God, this is what I want to do, and I just need you to open the doors. So he told me to, um, you know, put as much faith and passion that I have into my dancing um, into my writing. And I was like, mm, okay. I'm like, all right, I guess. Like, if you want me to be an author, then I need you to help me finish writing a book. I need you to make it make sense. I need you to do all the things that um that that come with being an author because for me I thought it was um a tad bit unrealistic to um to be a uh published author just I didn't really see that many black authors that were um doing you know like able to provide for their families as um independent authors because I always knew that I wanted to self publish so I was obedient. I was like, okay, God, I will uh, write this book. Um, and here we are two years later with, um, I have a beautiful book community. Um, shout out to the Black Talk book community on TikTok. Um, and my book is is a beautiful work of art. And um, had I not listened to God, I would not be where I am today. Um, writing that book has led me to starting this podcast, has led me to going deeper in my relationship with God, and has led me to all of the different things that I'm doing in my life right now. Um, and I, I figured that once I was able to unlock that, the acceleration and the blessings that are attached to obedience, it really was a game changer for me. Um, so yeah, it, it was amazing. And I thank God that I was obedient and that his will um, got done because that's what he wanted me to do. And here I am in 2023, I mean, um, working on my second book, you know, and I'm very blessed to be in this position to where I am following God to where he wants me to go. So I feel like in this life, it's hard being a believer and doing the right thing like Spike Lee, but I promise that you want to spend your life being a Joshua and not a Moses with a partial obedience. Because again, like I said, the acceleration that comes with obedience, it just hits different. Those answered prayers and promises are definitely life-changing. So that brings us to the end of this podcast episode. Um, I always leave you guys with some key moments to remember. Please remember that God is faithful, so we should be too. Um, obedience leaves you disappointed. And lastly, God can handle your fears and haughty attitude. Go to him with it before you make a decision that you will regret. Here's some verses to remember. Joshua 1.9, Joshua 6.20, Deuteronomy uh, 32 verses 42 through 55. Um, and I'm just going to pray out. Dear Heavenly Father, as we pray today, God, I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for breaking us all into the year of 2023, Lord. God, I ask that 
the person under the sound of my voice that you will allow them to have courage to be obedient to have courage to go after the things that you have called them to go after in life god i pray that they will um go to you with their insecurities go to you with their fears and that you will be able to point them in the right direction that you will encourage them that you will lift them up and that you will promise them that you can handle it that you that they are not going into whatever their promised land is alone because you are with us always god um so i thank you for this year i pray that um if someone has a problem with being obedient um i pray that you would just help them work that out god because disobedience literally gets us nowhere but disappointed ashamed and upset and i just don't want that for um for our listeners because honestly i've been there and it's not a great space to be and it's 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 just it's not it's really not a great space to be (laughs) and i don't miss it there i don't i love this point in my life where i am because i just listen to you because you know what it is so much easier listening to you instead of me trying to do my own thing i and i'm sure that you are you know exactly how our lives are going to go so if you're telling us to go left and we want to go right we don't know that when we go right there are all of these um dark tunnels and heartache and heartbreak and pain that we don't have to experience when we could have just went left and could have been living our best lives so i pray that in 2023 that you will help that person who uh, struggles with obedience um to just to just realize that when they relinquish control to you it is just so much easier god so Lord, I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for um, the people that are listening to this podcast, Lord. God, I pray, I pray that you bring more listeners to this podcast. And not because I'm so concerned with the numbers, but but because I know that this is a great message. And I know that more people um, can use this message, God. So Lord, I pray that you will continue to be the author of our lives, Lord. And continue to lead us in the right direction, God. Um, and I pray that you would carry me and the rest of our listeners through throughout the week, God, and that they will come back next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Standard Easter time to um, Easter Standard time <laughs> to just be prepared to get spiritually fed, Lord. Um, so we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. So, guys, I thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. Um, please share it. Please feel free, wherever you are listening, to rate the podcast, um, to leave reviews. It really helps. Um, and, it, you know, it lets me know that you guys, that this information is actually beneficial to you. And it's not just something that um, is a waste of time. But you know what? I don't. I know that it's not a waste of time because this is, this is a great message. And if it's not for you, then it's for somebody else. So if you found out that this podcast episode is not for you, send it to somebody who you think it will it will help. So I thank you guys, and I love you guys, and I, well, you guys will hear from me next week. Bye.